It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Ah, uh, yes, on a, uh, a Wednesday, and uh, it should be a lot of fun uh, today on the uh, the show. Uh, I'm not quite sure where this is going to go, but it's it's going to go somewhere. I think Off the Rails is a decent guest for the, for the third segment. We have some good basketball to talk about, honestly, in the first couple segments. Um I got my one close game for the year. Unfortunately, it ended up being another heartbreaker for Marysville. Um, you saw a game that you were actually kind of surprised with how close the result was. Well, I mean, when we we did this game, we're looking at it on paper going, this is kind of a mismatch. And so I'm not expecting this to be very interesting for very long. And, and it ended up um, – being a really close basketball game, uh, a case where I think St. Clair was scrappy and just played hard and didn't quit. They they did drop down 16 points briefly in the second half and battled all the way back to within four, and that's what they ended up losing the game by was, was four points yeah. to an East Point team that disappointed me. Uh, they, they did not show up and play as advertised. Right, and uh, we have a lot of COVID cancellations and postponements. A lot of things to get into that, but it's going to be a chock-full show. Third segment, we have our first Get Stuck on Sports draft as the, what what are you, the Stuckyville Thunder Gods? Stuckyville Thunder Gods. Take on the Biedenberg Battalion. We have a long, rich history of winning, whereas you're you're like, you should be called Dela Brady because you just cheat. (laughs) You just cheat. You just recruit kids from out of the area. You don't care about the area. Yeah, my first pick. You just care yeah, about your ego. My first going to be Amani Bates. You're, you're, you just care about your ego and telling people you've won state championships that, you know, anybody could do it that way. Yeah. Me, I'm taking our homegrown talent and forging a winner just like they're doing up in Croslex, just like they're doing in Marysville this year, and just like they're doing in several other places. Just just take a break, and we'll, we'll get to the, the games <laughs> we did. And then come the third segment, that's when we'll really get into it. See, he, he thought he was going to get into my head, but I've already, jab, jab, I've already jab, gotten jab, jab, into jab, his, jab. and he's lost it. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Derek Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast on a Wednesday, and Brady saw finally uh, an overtime thriller last night. And, and this was, you know, again, with all the cancellations and all the things that went on in the original world, this is a game we wouldn't even have carried. But then we're like, you know, we're shuffling things around. Here are two undefeated teams playing a game. 
Why not? And Folsom threatened to boycott the podcast if we didn't do this. He goes, this will be the best game of the year. He was right. Um, Marysville fell to Lakeview 69-68 in overtime, and both teams, at least a good majority of both teams, left it out on the court. DeMarco Singleton had 16 points. He might have had as many rebounds. He was in another gear last night. Like, you could tell he was rising to the occasion. It reminded me of when he played Harper Woods in the playoff game, when he played Marine City. How he was playing football at the end of the year is how he played this game against Lakeview. He knew he was the best player on the court, and he played like it. He fouled out, and I feel bad that his night had to end like that. And before we get more into this, there were missed calls on both ends for uh, – Marysville and Lakeview, they, they, they were very consistent, I thought, the whole game. Um, I don't think officiating had much to do with the outcome of the game. Now, there are going to be some – there were some calls down the stretch that made a difference. I know DeMarco Singleton got fouled on a three-point shot that they didn't call, but I thought for the most part they let him play, and it was fair officiating. Um, one side I don't think got much of an advantage, even though Woodard and Singleton fouled out again. No official's ever going to call it down the middle 50-50. I just think, I mean, I don't think it was, they were bad. With that said, Hayden Holberg had a career night. Six three-pointers for the senior. Have you ever seen a kid hit six three-pointers in a game? Probably, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a long. Like one guy, yeah. And here's the thing. I had I'm sure Weimer did it. Twenty. Oh, he probably averaged that. <laughs> Twenty-three three-pointers made. Hayden Holberg hit six. Matthew Ritter for Lakeview hit five in route to 25 points. And Andrew Messina hit four to his 22 points. Again, 23 three-pointers. Marysville hit 12 as a team. Lakeview hit 11. And Marysville just... They they battled. Um, it's hard because with a minute and a half left, they lose Singleton. With 45 seconds left, they lose Evan Woodard. That's tough to keep battling. But they stayed in it. Um, just a couple bad mistakes. A missed one and one, up three. Hurt them because the next possession, Lakeview tied it. They hit a three, and then Lakeview was in the double bonus, and they fouled them, and they hit both the free throws. That was the thing. In overtime, Lakeview had six points. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and listen if any of them came from the field. Like Looking at this right now, I, I think all of them came from the free throw line. Maybe they, if, if not all of them, then four out of the six. And that's where Marysville got into a little bit of foul trouble, but... They, they battled, and it was, it was as advertised. Um, Marysville might be the better team, but last night they just came up a point short. So let's talk a little bit about, about Holberg because uh, obviously when we are previewing this game, we're talking about Singleton, we're talking about Woodard, we're talking about Smayfield, um, and, and we're talking about Lakeview's big guys and, and what they're going to do. Nobody's mentioning, oh, yeah, by the way, Hayden Holberg's going to score 20, and if I could have told you in advance, Brady, Holberg's getting 20 tonight, you'd have said the Vikings are winning by 20. Yes. He, he stepped up, and especially 
at the end of the game after Woodard and Singleton fouled out, he hit his sixth three. And he's shooting with a lot of confidence right now. I think every game I've done, and I've done, what, four Marysville games, he's hit at least two threes. He has become a very nice player from a guy last year that didn't find himself on the court a lot. When he did, he didn't stay out there for a while. He's really worked his way into a role. Even defensively, he's not great, but he's not a liability out there. He's good enough you can put him out there. You're not going to put him on the number one ball handler for the other team, but... He can hold his own uh, defensively, and that's why they kept him out there for as long as he's did. But, no, I thought DeMarco Singleton, he only had 16, didn't hit a three, but the way, I think it was like back-to-back possessions, he went up to the rim to grab a rebound. Um, one thing I think he would want back in hindsight, in the late third quarter or early fourth, he got a steal, and he wanted to dunk it because... I'll say he – I mean, I said on the broadcast, he was public enemy number one in at Lakeview. Their fans were not fans of DeMarco Singleton. So they were – he was hearing it all night, and he had an opportunity for a dunk, and he wanted to throw it down. And he missed the dunk, and then obviously game goes into overtime. Well, you look back at that and go, uh, uh, well, doesn't look so good after that. Yeah. This is where my worlds divide, and this is kind of off – base but we were kind of talking about it last night on the phone um so pro where they get paid millions of dollars i'm all over guys Mm -hmm. all over them as a fan yeah as a spectator call them names whatever it's part of the business yeah guys making mucho bucks to play a kid's game if he can't take it right sorry but you're, you're you're making i'm working stiff paying too much for a ticket to watch you play a kid's game that you make millions of dollars at. I'm going to say whatever I want to you. I'm going to throw right. darts and daggers and treat you worse than I treat Brady. <laughs> when, when we get into the high school game, I don't like that. No. I don't. And I spe- will say. Like kids on kids. So it's the student section taunting you. That's one thing that I'll peers. let slide. And but when parents and adults are in the stands calling kids out, I want to go down there and punch somebody in the face. And it was funny because it was two-pronged because I will say I heard adults yelling at, like, singling out DeMarco Singleton. I heard his name yelled from the stands. I also had my wallet fall out of my pocket, and a very nice lady from Lakeview came up, grabbed it, and handed it to me and said, take care of this, don't lose it, because it was sitting behind me. So it was both ends of the spectrum for me. <laughs> but, no, DeMarco Singleton, his, the, his mental toughness from last year to this year has gotten a lot better, and that's why he rose to the occasion in this game. I know Marysville is praying they get another shot at them in the MAC tournament. Well, does this mean Lakeview is just the outright they're going to win the championship, or if is they there a don't chance least, that they can stumble – Somewhere along the way. I know some people think Lincoln is going to knock off Lakeview, but Lincoln, I think, is in protocol right now. So we don't even know if that game's going to happen. So, yeah, I, yeah, they're in the fast lane. Um, I don't see Lakeview dropping a game. But if they do, by the way, Marysville, you know who they picked up on Thursday since their game with Clintondale got postponed, canceled? Romeo. Interesting who have, I believe, a pair of uh, seven-footers. Interesting. Yeah. 
a little bit different than Glendale. <laughs> um, but, no, I think Marysville needs help to win the Max Silver Bronze, which is a shame because if they played that game again at Marysville, Marysville wins that game. Yeah. And, and I know teams, are they're just looking for games. They want to play games. Uh, I was sitting in St. Clair last night. I was sitting next to uh, their girls coach, Coach Petrakowski, and he's just like, we decided to play them, so let's play them. Yeah. Because uh, he was scrambling for a game for Friday because St. Clair and Fitzgerald are, like, the only teams in their league that can play. They've already, like, played one, and and it was down at Fitzgerald, and they're going to play again. But to do it, Fitzgerald would only do it if St. Clair came down there a second time. Uh, so th- they are going to do a, a game. But he was looking for anybody, and, and we were sitting there in the pregame. He was using my computer. And we were looking for anybody who wasn't playing Friday night that he could reach out to and say, hey, let's have a game. Yeah. So it's like the, this has been a crazy week for that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I'm very – like, I that was a big game feel. I don't know what it was, but when I walked into Marysville Marine City, and that one more expected had a big game feel. Like, even without the full stands, it felt like a big game. And when I walked into Lakeview's gym, again, not a ton of people there because they couldn't be. It felt like a big game. Like, just before tip-off or, I guess, inbound, um, they, it, the atmosphere was mm-hmm. there. You could feel the tension just sitting in, in the gym. And it's a small gym, and it's loud because people yell and they have – where does it go? Where does the sound go? It goes right back on top of you. And both benches were excited, and it was a fun basketball game. And the fun part was I saw as the game went on, more people started listening because they saw this is a good game, and you could it just felt like a heavyweight fight. And unfortunately, I can't wait to do a Marysville great game that they win because the two I've done, they've lost in heartbreaking fashion. That's, a, that's how you build and how you get better and how you know what you need to do to get to the next level. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, and I'm not saying that this is one of these cases, this might just be another game for them in, in the long overview of it, but sometimes losing the game helps you. Yeah, because you kind of get, I don't want to say humbled, because I think that's the wrong word, but refocused but, maybe. And you can learn from it. Yes. You, and You can say, I'm good but I need to be better. And I, and I was talking to Coach Shunk after the game. I said to him, I go, listen, I know this sucks. You probably should have won that game. You end up with a district title in April. No one remembers this game ever even existed. So it hurts now, but they still have big goals ahead of them. And Marysville is a good team. And in their district right now, just because I saw Crosslex play Armada, Marysville is the only team that I can see keeping up with Croslex. It's going to be really hard for them to do it, but I could see a pathway to them being in a game in the fourth quarter with the Pioneers. Well, we'll see because you talk about electric. The atmosphere in Croslex Saturday against Carlton was electric, and those kids feed off of it. And a little bit of hope. I didn't see what this meant for high school sports, but – restrictions are starting to get eased a little bit, like restaurants are now up to 50% capacity. I know McMoran can have up to 375 people in it now. Maybe come 
April tournament time, maybe you, not a full gym, but like a half full gym and really get that big game feel. Well, for me, I'd like it if we could get some students in there because I miss student sections. Yes. <laughs> Those are fun. And, and, I, and I think the kids are missing out getting to watch their well, friends and you had a, play and root and for them. I think that's a part of the thing that made it feel kind of bigger is you had like the Lakeview JV team was kind of a pseudo student section. Um, so they, they, uh, they brought it. They, both sides were excited. You could tell neither team liked each other. There was no love loss. You know how sometimes with big games, like, I think Marine City and Marysville, they don't like each other. I, th- I don't know. I think they at least respect each other. That, that might be a Lakeview uh, thing because I got the same sense um, at Memorial Stadium the last couple of years. Lakeview has had to play big football games against Northern and PH, and I just feel like there's a bitterness on the Lakeview side that they think they're better and they don't understand it when they didn't win those games. Yeah, there it just I don't think there was a lot of there was a lot of animosity between those two teams. I yeah. There was no, "Hey man, go go win the rest of your games. Good job. Keep it." You know, it was, "I want to beat you and I want to beat you bad." Yeah. Yeah, cuz uh, they're calling out McGregor by name a few years ago against Northern and, you know, the, you know, Kindle's not that good and stuff like that. You get that. So. Funny. I thought I heard the same. Hmm, we're doing Mad Libs now because I heard the same thing but with Singleton last yeah, night. So uh, it might just be a Lakeview thing. Anyway. Try to get in the head. Kind of like how I get in your head all the time. Anyway, your game against St. Clair East we'll, Point. We'll talk about after we, we take a break here. Did we really yeah. ramble on that long, huh? Well, I knew you were going to talk a lot about it because it was a great game. It was a huge game. And you get excited because you don't get to see any great games. No, I don't. So when it's I a do, nightly thing for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I got a couple to tell you about when we come back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change anytime. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Uh, yeah, last night I did East Point-St. Clair uh, boys basketball game, and I really wasn't expecting to see a good basketball game. And if I'm honest, I didn't see a good basketball game, Brady. This thing was a slog It was a close fest. basketball game. It was close. Um, uh, and at one point, though, East Point did stretch their lead to 16 in the third quarter, but the Saints just kept scratching and clawing, and it was an ugly game, a lot of whistles, a lot of fouls, a lot of turnovers, a lot of unforced errors. Teams made mistakes. The, neither team shot well. Um, and, and in the end, East Point found themselves in a dogfight, and at the end of the game, St. Clair twice, down by three, got the missed free throw that they needed and couldn't get the rebound that they needed on the defensive end. And finally, on the third try, um, an East Point player split the bonus Mm -hmm. to give them a four-point lead and basically end the game with four seconds to go. But up until that point, you're like, man – like I, I turned to, to Coach Petrakowski, I said, with six seconds to go, they're down three. And, and I said, if I'd have told you at the start of the game that, that the Saints could have this, they'd have taken it, wouldn't they? And he said, oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And the, the, the biggest credit I will give to Coach Bulliard and the Saints are they just don't stop playing. They don't have a lot of talent. 
they make up for what they can in effort. Yeah. Because, I mean, be honest. A lot of teams down 16 in the second half, mail in the rest of the game. Say, all right, thank you. We'll try again next game. But they, they had East Point in foul trouble, so they kept going after guys, and they kept getting to the free throw line. They scored 13 points at the free throw line out of their 43. Matt Buslip, eight points last night, all on free throws. I think he was eight out of ten at the free throw line. Um, you know, so neither Ellis scored, but you noticed both Ellis's when they're on the court. They're, they're just, everywhere. They're just little bulldogs, aren't they? Yeah. Like, they play the same way in football. They don't do a lot of things pretty, but they are just blue-collar, grinded-out, get-in-your-face type players. And, and the, the guy that, um, you know, he had five points. He had uh, some rebounds last night, but I just kept saying, oh, that's a good play. Oh, that's a good play. Oh, there he goes again, making a nice play. Kai Pennewell yeah. for St. Clair, a guy that we haven't talked about this year. I thought he had a great basketball game for them last night. How uh, many different Saints scored? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I know in every game I've done. Seven different guys which scored. Which is low for them. Usually it's like 10 or 11. Yeah, Colin Zimmer didn't play, um, but they, they got uh, 14 from Eli Lohr, who, who offensively, uh, I thought that's kind of a breakout game for him um, and, and more of what we thought we might see from him um, this year. Buslip had uh, eight. Jared Cramp is another guy that we don't talk a lot about, but he's got some range. He had seven points. He knocked down a big three-pointer during the stretch where they were coming back from from being 16 uh, down that really seemed to energize them. He made that shot, and you're like, ooh, St. Clair thinks they can come back. If this St. Clair team, I think if you put one really good player on them, they have what they have right now is a team of a supporting cast, but they don't have one guy they can lean on to say, okay, hey, we need a bucket this possession. Everyone in the gym goes, that person's getting the ball. Like, you know... Northern needs a basket. Tyler Jameson has the ball. You know Marysville needs a bucket. DeMarco Singleton is getting the ball. Croslex needs a bucket. Their entire team is getting the ball because they're all that good and can score. But St. Clair doesn't really have that guy. Now, this is an East Point team that lost to Cass Tech by three. I want to see that team because I didn't see that team last night. East Point was lethargic. They played lazy. They, at the first quarter, they didn't play any defense. They, they didn't hustle back at all. I, I think they came off the bus thinking it's going to be dunk fest night and we're going to score 80 and pat our stats, and then that didn't happen, and then they found themselves in a dogfight, and then they started forcing up shots, and they didn't shoot well from from the floor. They didn't shoot well at the free throw line. To, to be quite honest, a game that they probably should have won easily, they struggled to win. And that's it. Some of that you, you have to give a credit to St. Clair. You a lot. There are teams that would show up and just go, "All right, well, here's a game. We're just gonna kind of, just gonna kind of uh, show up. Maybe some good things will happen." No, you also have to force the missed shots, not let them do dunk fest. I, I St. Clair again. I can't say that they are rich in basketball talent, but what they what they give an effort is tenfold that yeah which is strange because that hasn't been the case the last decade yeah you're telling me (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, the St. Clair teams you played against were, and the St. Clair yeah. teams that we've watched for the last – I mean, you had – Just loaded like, with guys. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it goes in cycles, and right now, I mean, the good news for St. Clair is they have, what, like one senior, two seniors yeah. on their roster? And I still, like I say, yeah, there are guys that in a year or two, uh, I'm interested to see Hunter Richardson uh, next year. I, I'm interested to see some of these guys and how they play uh, basketball uh, in another year. Uh, Madison beat Port here in high 55-47 last night. Uh, I still think PH is, is kind of turned a corner here, and they're playing better basketball. Yeah, because they were struggling bad. They had to go down to Madison. Madison's not a bad team, but you would have liked to see the Big Reds win this game. I think it was winnable for them. Uh, New Haven, uh, I, I guess this is a shocker, but I, I don't know. Uh, 39-38, they beat Sterling Heights-Stevenson. When was the last time New Haven won a game putting up 39 points? Yeah, that, that doesn't happen too often. But when's the last time a Stevenson team played a, a lower, so-called lower division team or smaller school right. and only scored 38? That's true. Um, you had Imlay City beating Burton Bentley last night, 75-67. I took this one because Brady can't say Dom Lugerai. Uh, Park, no, hold on, Parker hold on, Lewis hold on, with 25 on, points, on, Raymond Lou with 15, and Dom Lugerai with 14 points. I'm sure the Lugerai family are great people. I'm sure Dom Lugerai is a great kid. It should be illegal to have <laughs> a name with the letters L. Yeah. L D J L. I think you missed a J in no, there. No, that's uh, I, I thought there right. was it's four L- J's. L J U L D J U R A J. Should be illegal with that name. <laughs> it lo- it literally looks like Lujurelage, but it's Lujurai. Again, nothing against the kid. Sure, he's a great kid. The way his last name is spelled and how it's pronounced, one make, makes perfect sense. Yeah, okay. I three J's in a name should not be allowed. I like it. Anyway, I think I think you should spell Brady with three J's. Yeah. Yep. We can fit him in there. Uh, Burton Faith beat Landmark forty-one thirty-eight. Harbor Beach over Brown City fifty-six to fifty. Peck beat Mayville 53-33. CPS got a win over Akron Fairgrove 59-40. And Dryden beat Deckerville 75-44. We only had one boys game uh, the night before uh, on Thursday. North Branch got their first win of the season. uh, And they beat Sandusky 38-35. Sandusky only plays like three-point ball games. Right. Like every time they play. Speaking of the night before, we did not talk about – well, that's what I was going to do because uh, yeah. we have to talk about the Crosstown right. girls game. Yeah, so. I mean, you had, a great, well, you had a great rivalry game too last night. Yep. Yeah. Go with yours first. Go with mine. Stick with basketball. And Port Huron High, uh, the girls knocked off Northern 53-41. Port Huron High just plays so well together. Like they, they fly around. They, they just, I'll be honest, they out-hustled Northern in the game on Tuesday night. Three different girls scored 11. Joslyn Williams, Madison Landshut, and Julia Gilbert. I'm glad Joslyn Williams got got some points because every one of her points is really earned. By the way, uh, Camille Keith with 15 for Northern. McGregor had 12. Um, She hustles. She gets on the floor. Her and Morgan James just get those hardworking, loose balls, 
play tight defense. They are doing it without Emma Trombley, who I don't think will be back this week, but they play really well, and they play as a team and as a unit, and they're fun to watch, Dennis. Yeah, and the other thing about Williams, when she scores like that, you know that they're all hustle points because they don't run plays for her. She, well, they actually did get it into her in the post a couple times. She has nice footwork in the post. She can create a shot there, and I think Becky Gilbert realized that and goes, yeah, just have her post up. Maybe get a mismatch on her. She split a couple defenders a couple times to get an easy layup. She is turning into a really nice player for the Big Reds and someone I don't know if we even talked about at all before the season. Yeah, not no, not a lot. I mean, I knew she was there, but but you look at her as she's one of those bonus players, you know, on that that team. Just a, a kid that comes in, the 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 sixth player mm-hmm. that comes off the bench and gives you energy. Yeah, she gives you energy. Now she's giving you points. Yeah. By the way, Big Reds only hit one three pointer in that game, which uh, you know Northern's still probably shell shocked from the Gross Point South game and. Well, they got all, I mean, PH started off on a 9-0 run. Northern just – they still don't have a flow to their offense. Like, they have good players. They just can't seem to get a rhythm going offensively. Yeah. Well, I mean, they seem to struggle getting off to good starts, or at least in the games that I've seen and the games that you've told me about that you've seen. seems like they're always down – Early in the game, I saw them at Anchor Bay, and Anchor Bay was like up nine to two early in the game. Nine nothing run here. They had a, a fourteen to two, twenty five to six start against Gross Point South. So I mean, it, it's it's kind of tough to get a rhythm when you get blitzed right at the start of a of a game. I'd like to see them get off to a good start against somebody and and kind of right from the beginning get something going, and then you can get that rhythm going. Yeah, they haven't been able to do it yet. But, yeah, uh, Port Huron High girls, big game tonight on Wednesday down at Gross Point South. They, uh, they'll still be without Emma Trombley, but if they keep playing the way they have been, they're going to have a shot in this game. Yeah, and, and the, the key to South is finding a way to stop those two guards. Mm-hmm. Or oh, are they good players? They can shoot, um, and, and, then, and then they get you coming up uh, on them tight to to stop the three pointer, and then they can dribble by you and get to the basket. Uh, th- those are two good players, and that's the key to a win. There, you you hold those guards in check, and they've got a chance to go down there and get a big win. They do. All right, uh, let's talk about a hockey game uh, that uh, happened on uh, Thursday that apparently is is become really popular. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, it's Wednesday today. I think keep thinking I'm later in the week. Um, Marysville important here in high, uh, and this is a game that, again, we stumbled upon because of the cancellations. It wasn't on our original schedule. I was going to do St. Clair Marine City basketball, um, and instead we ended up with a PH Marysville game. Which I feel kind of bad that this has got buried in the show to this far into the second segment because this was the best hockey game you've seen all year and maybe one of the best games alone you've seen, regardless of sport. It was a lot of fun, and there were a lot of heroes. Um, especially for the Big Reds. Um, Charlie Goodme, two goals and an assist. He scored two goals in the first, plus he hit a goal post and a crossbar, all in the first period. Um, Or the Big Reds could have been off to a really big lead. The other guy was Elijah Jones. 
Now the shots were only 27-21 for Marysville, but of Marysville's 27 shots, I'm going to say 20 were quality scoring chances, and Jones was terrific, and I thought it was appropriate that he got an assist on the game-winning goal. <laughs> I, I really did. And then Matt Fleming uh, scored the game winner with 13 seconds left just moments after Marysville had actually tied the game. Marysville came in waves in the third period down 2-1, to one, and finally uh, Braden Turner got a deflection goal because at that point that was the only way you were going to beat Jones um, and that tied the game with two minutes to go. Uh, and the the Big Reds hadn't had a power play all night long, and Marysville had had four. And 15 seconds after the tying goal went in, the arm went up. Big Reds got a power play. But you know what? It looked like they weren't going to, to take advantage of it. I mean, you're, you're, the, the puck's back behind their net with 20 seconds to go. Uh, and, and on my broadcast, because I listened back to it, Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, well, they're not doing anything so far here on the power play. And then Goodme takes the puck from Jones, rushes down the ice, makes a great drop pass to Fleming down the pipe, uh, and he beat uh, McKinney for the game winner with 13 seconds to go to, to finish what was a really fun and, and again, electric, mm-hmm. especially as the game wore on. It wasn't maybe so much at the start. But as the game wore on and the Big Reds got the lead and Marysville found themselves trying to fight back in the game and realizing that they were equally matched. Right. Um, and, and it started to, to really get electric. And people started, uh, by the time the third period was going, it was like the people were on the edge of their seats of, you know, the, right. big, the Big Reds have a chance to win this game. And the Viking fans are like, it's just a matter of time. It's just a, if we can get the tying goal, we're going to win yeah. this thing. Every, uh, every save Jones made, I'm sure, just a little cl- – leaned a little f- further ahead. Yeah. And so it, it was kind of a really intense game. And, and the kids played well. Um, there was a little incident at the 17-minute mark of the third period but it was broken up really quickly. And then uh, and we saw it on Saturday, too, where some Marysville kids lined up with some Anchor Bay kids and they took some pictures, like the, the people stood along the glass and they were taking yeah. pictures. Same thing happened after this game. A couple of big reds and, and, and a couple of Marysville kids got in, and there were about eight people along the glass snapping photos of these four kids lined up. So, I mean, that says something, too. You play an intense game yeah. like that that kind of ends – with a little bit of friskiness, mm-hmm. and, and that Anchor Bay game, that was as frisky a game oh, yeah. as we've seen in, in a long time. That game was chippy, but yet at the end, all the guys can, can get together and say great game. A little game. different than the Lakeview game I had. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone was taking pictures after the game <laughs> last night. But, yeah, Port Huron, that's a big win for Port Huron High. Unfortunately, they followed up with a loss at Chippewa Valley in overtime. Yeah, and maybe that's a little bit of a hangover because – It has to be. Chippewa Valley is, is a depleted lineup, uh, and you had to go – and it was a late game too. Like, they nine didn't o'clock. face off till 9, uh, and, and they end up losing 6-5 to five in overtime last night so I'm sure they're disappointed by that but but I still think they're probably the Marysville game was probably still in their heads when that one started yeah and then you kind of get into that hole and, and it's tough sometimes to crawl out How about Thumb Legion they beat Davison they're the other night two to I'm, nothing I don't, they're just quietly winning games um I'm sure they're and prob- Anchor Bay they beat yeah. Eisenhower four to one so Anch- I think Anchor Bay's won three or four in a row now yeah I don't think I mean I think the the teams around the area, I don't think anyone's 
great. I mean, I think Northern's pretty good. Yeah, they're I, they're I, excited I, at Northern, I and they see, should be. I want to see them play the big doing. big boys because that if they can knock off Brother Rice, then you're going okay. Tournament time's going to be real fun yeah. for Northern, and we've got that game by the way. Right, but I think every team is solid. PH. The fact that their consolidated team is now starting to show a little bit of life and be competitive and win these games is 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 good to see. It's it's nice to see them win these games and be competitive with teams like Marysville and and, pl- and not lose by six goals a night and have well, more than eight kids on the roster. Even the one that I saw against uh, Northern, I mean, they did not get embarrassed in that game. Right. You know, they just ran into – a five-point night from Logan O'Flanagan. Um, okay, we're going to take a uh, break because we're going to have some fun, and I've got a feeling this is going to end up being a two-hour podcast before it's all said and done. Hold on, real quick. Do you want to give the rest of the girls' scores? Did you give them or did I? Oh, you can go ahead and do that. Just real quick, just just so we're letting – Lons Cruz North beat Anchor Bay 45-39. On, uh, this is all um, Tuesday sc- – or Monday scores. New Haven beat Lincoln 41-25. Uh, Allen Park Cabrini beat Mooney 37-29. Harbor Beach Brown City or beat Brown City 50-22. Mayville top peck in overtime by 2, 38-36. Ubley ran past Memphis 48-16. And then last night the only game we had uh, on, the, on the docket that we saw was Plymouth Christian beat Emily City 56-41. Just wanted to do our due diligence and give all the scores all right. that we saw. There you go. We'll be back, and uh, Brady it's draft and I time, baby. We'll, uh, we'll do our boys' high school basketball draft. We're each going to draft a team, uh, seven picks each plus a coach, so there'll be uh, eight rounds, mm-hmm. and we'll have some fun with that. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did.
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And welcome back to the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast, the moment that Brady has been waiting for. Oh, it's for. time. It's going to be fun. <laughs> the first, I'll say first annual Get Stuck on Sports Boys Basketball 2021 draft. Now, before we get started, just a little context. This is how it works, and this is how we will be building a team. Each of us, there will be eight rounds of picks. It will be a snake-style draft. So we haven't flipped for number one yet. Whoever gets number one, then the other person gets two and three. So a little more strategy there. We're building this as if these two teams would play each other in a gym tonight. So you have to build it as you would a team. You can't just take the five best players because if they're all guards, well, guess what? Big men make something happen. So you're building it like you would a basketball team. Five starters, two coming off the bench, and a coach. You can take the coach at any time. Am I missing anything, Dennis? I don't think so. I, th- I think we, we've. I think we're we're ready to go. Okay. I don't know. So, before we get the music started, I, I'm sure you've bracketologized this because you're one of those nerdy ESPN type guys. We're better than ESPN. Anyway, <laughs> Dennis, we have the coin for to decide. Now, if you win the flip, you can take the number one pick, or you can defer to the second and third pick. And I'll show you uh, how ready for this draft I am. I still haven't made up my mind what I want to do there if I win this toss. It's a tough choice. Okay. <laughs> Dennis, that's the head. The Michigan side is the tail. Call it in the air. I'll let it hit. Ready? Tails. It is tails. Ooh. I, didn't, I actually didn't want to win the flip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, what do I do? Do you want the first pick? The Stuckyville Thunder Gods, are they getting the first or are they getting the second and third pick? I shouldn't have eaten that chocolate bar because then I could have, like, traded for – I could have taken the first pick and traded for the second and third. 
Um, <laughs> got the first three picks in the draft and made my life less miserable. Um, oh, man. This is not easy. I'm going to... I'm going to give up the first pick and take the second and third. Okay. So hit the music. We'll get the draft started. We are now getting started. On the clock, the Biedenberg Battalion. <laughs> Looking at the draft board, there's a there seems to be two options. First option, the sophomore guard from Northern, Tyler Jamison, six foot four young guy. He can score, get to the basket when he needs to. He's the main option. The other the other option, Hunter Soper, the big man from Croslex. Sometimes he doesn't have to do what he doesn't have to do what Jamison needs to do. He has more talent around him, but does that help insulate him? Well, we'll see. And Dennis, I believe the pick is in. Hold on. Come on now. You're killing me. I don't know why this isn't working. You did something. I didn't do anything. You did something. All right, oh, the pick that. is in. With the first pick in the 2021 Boys Basketball Draft, the Biedenberg Battalion take Hunter Soper, forward, Croswell, Lexington. Interesting. I will explain my reasoning after. All right, well, I get the next two picks. Yeah. So, um, I'm. it's already... Uh, let me, let, let me do this and just go. With the uh, second overall pick in the draft, uh, the uh, the Thunder Gods select Tyler Jamison out of Port Huron Northern High School. And uh, GM Dennis Stuckey is uh, already ready to make the next pick. And he's probably going to shock Brady here because with the uh, the – the uh, third pick in the uh, draft, I'm actually going to take a player who isn't as good as other players, but I am going to have the best backcourt in the Blue Water area because I'm taking Jake Townsend with this pick. Wow. 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 Jamison and Townsend. I don't have to worry about turnovers. I don't have to worry about making shots. I don't have to worry about distributing the basketball. Jamison's going to be my uh, my my man, and Townsend's going to be my shooting guard, and I'm set. I'm just going to say that's a big reach. I like Jake Townsend. He did not deserve this third overall pick. Maybe not, but so with now that I have four and five, I think there are enough guys up at front that that I'm going to be good. Now, here, do you, you get the four and five? I get four. See, and I thought at no, this point we no, just No, it's go. just it's a snake draft. Oh, see, I didn't know you that. Do you want to rescind your pick? I'll no. give you the, All right. Well, you go ahead and you take Johnson and Singleton. The Biedenberg Battalion <laughs> with the fourth pick. The pick is in. <laughs> you hate that so I much. Do. The Biedenberg Battalion with the fourth overall pick. Take DeMarco Singleton. Out of Marysville, and just like 
You said the next pick is in. Easy decision. The fifth overall pick, Tyler Johnson, out of Croswell, Lexington. And now with Two my solid team, picks. With my oh, wow. team, I have a three-point shooter. Johnson can now, he doesn't have to drive as much. I have DeMarco Singleton, who will will be my, probably could be my number one defender if it's not Soper. I have Hunter Soper, DeMarco Singleton, and Tyler Johnson leading my scoring. Three guys that can easily score 20 a night. I don't want to say this draft's over already, but I think it's over already. Yeah. Let's see what you do with picks six and seven. You, you don't have enough uh, basketballs to keep all your guys happy, plus you're a bad coach. So I'm not coaching. <laughs> I'm taking a coach. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, now, where do I want to go? So now I have two picks here? Yes, you do. Hmm. This is interesting. You do have two guards right now, and you don't have a ton of size. I mean, you have Tyler James and Jake Townsend a little on the shorter side. The second pioneer off the board was Townsend. That's a bold pick from Stucky. I just I wanted to know that I could depend on, on my backcourt. I think I can depend on my backcourt, too, and I didn't have, have to reach. You have a backcourt. You got three guys that play the same position. I have a two, three, and a four right now. You got nothing right now. All right. Uh, well, now that I get uh, two picks Clock's here. Clock's running down on you. Oh, the clock doesn't. Uh, I decide what the clock is. Um, I'm going the to. The sixth overall pick. I'm I'm going to get my my backup guard who is going to be my number one guard of the future, and I'm going to take Trey Kolakovich here. Oh my gosh, the reaches! I like Trey too. Oh goodness, who's better? Who's better? Oh. Um, and because you're right, I, I don't have uh, any size, and he's a guy that uh, that plays with um, Jameson, so there's some familiarity, uh, and I'll take uh, McNeil here. Didn't even play the little because I hate the do 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 do. You thing. also it's hate fun. Stupid. There you go. Now you have McNeil. All right. <laughs> now I. Now it's not official <laughs> until I do the do 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 do. You're right. Okay. All right. I thought you were going to pose taking? a more worthy foe. So now I'm got, having fun with I it. Already, and I'm picking guys. That I, I already like. had three of the top four guys on my big board, and looking at this. All right, the pick is in. Hit the dude. With the eighth overall pick, taking a chance on a guy I haven't seen play, but I know he can score, and he's going to be a good player for me. The eighth overall pick out of Emily City, Parker Lewis, just to add to the elite scoring team I have. Again, you don't have enough basketballs. Now the next pick is going to be a little tough. Now I have to figure out what I want. Looking at this. All right. My the ninth overall pick is in. I do need a little size. I do need some rebounding. And I will get that from the man 
who destroyed a backboard with the ninth overall pick out of Armada. I have Connor McKenzie. Okay. To Solid pick. To take, oh, to take away some size from you and really to be a man who gets some boards. He doesn't even have to be a big scoring threat for me. He needs to clear the glass, sit in the paint, and when your guy, when your short guards try to get into the lane, he'll just stand up there. And My short guards, because Jamison's short. Yeah, you also have Townsend and Kalakovic, who they could put together a trench coat on and would look like Jamison. Kala- Kalakovic is going to blow by your slow-moving team. All right, who's your? You have two picks here. You have picks ten and eleven. I do, and I'm gonna go because I do need some size. So I'm going Larry to Dallas of uh, Cardinal Money. I now have a shot blocker, a rebounder, and uh, and he might even get a dunk or two for me. All right, so now you now you're starting to get a little bit of size on your team. This next pick, because uh, there's there's so many guys. But I guess I got to draft to some needs. Um, uh, uh, maybe he's not a big in your mind, but he plays like a big. So, and I'll grab Larry Smayfield, who I think is dependable. That's a good pick. I wanted, I wanted Smayfield. He was going to come off my bench, be just a solid, hardworking guy, get get the rebounds he needed, and and do what he needs to do. So. Looking at my board, I have two of my... So I have my first five guys. I'm looking at my board, and I see a need for me. So with the 12th overall pick, the Biedenberg Battalion, the pick is in. Happy now? Yes. They need a guard. They will get Smayfield's teammate, Evan Woodard. Coming so off, I was wondering how long you were going to wait to take him. Coming off the bench, he's got he can handle pressure, bring the ball up. If I need to put him in to be a bulldog defensively, I can. And if one of my guys gets in foul trouble, he can play 32 minutes if he has to. Give me Evan Woodard. And now I have which will likely be my last player selected in this, in this lineup. So I like that I got Woodard to come off and be a guard. Right now, I mean, I could have four different guys run the point for me in my starting five. Soper, Singleton, Johnson, or Lewis. There's some good players left on the board. I'm just going to think out loud. Looking at some names, you have Ketting from Armada still up there. We haven't taken Ethan Balon yet. Kevin Everhart still available. But I... This is a tough one because it's the bench guys that can really make a difference. And looking at it, there's a few guys that stand out. All right. My final pick is in, or at least my final player pick because you still get a coach. Actually, you know what? I had a last-minute change of heart. Looking at my team... And looking at who I have, I think the player I want will be available for me with my last pick. So with the 13th overall pick, I'm taking Lance Campbell to coach my squad. He's got his players. He's got who he's used to. He's seen all these kids play. He knows them inside and out. 
he will be able to get the most out of these guys. Sorry, Shunk. <laughs> Lance. Can't believe you didn't pick your friend Shunk. Nope. I can't believe you didn't do that. You're 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 out of the will. You're out of the will. Uh, so your final two picks. Yeah, my final two picks here. So and it doesn't matter what order I take them in because one's going to be a player, one's going to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, again, wh- which player do I want? Which player do I need to go someplace else with? Um, Boy, there's a couple kids here that I really like, and then there's a couple of kids that I haven't seen them play. I've just so, hear yeah. talk about them, and that makes this uh, a really tough, tough pick for me. I basically <laughs> have the BWAC and Marysville team right now. Yeah, well, I mean, you were very predictable. I knew all the guys you were going to take, so I just left them there for you to take. Well, that's what, that was a mistake. It's not a mistake. My team, I got a good basketball team. And here. I have a better and one. And I'll take Finish my basketball up. team against your team that will be arguing over who gets the ball and will be slow while my guys are I like how you're calling Hunter Soper, DeMarco and, Singleton, and them down. Tyler Johnson all slow, Evan Woodard. <laughs> Evan Woodard is a state finalist in track. <laughs> Call my team slow again. Slow, soft. All right, you're out of time. The pick is in. Sorry, I'm not out of time. There, that's that's my little thing. Um, I'm going to go. Geez, I don't know where I want to go with this pick. I also, uh, I'm, I'm, I got like two or three guys that I want to coach my team. I might exactly. Just hire the whole staff. Who do you got? Who's your seventh guy? Uh, my seventh guy. I'm gonna take. Talk me through your thought process here. Uh, I can't talk you through my uh, thought process here because I've got a lot of thoughts going on. See, I haven't seen uh, – there's a couple of kids like Ketting, Sneezak, Sutton. I haven't seen them play, but I know that they're good players. Um, Rice and Everhart, I haven't seen them play, you but I know tonight. that they're good players. Yeah, well, tonight's too late. Hmm. Um, so who do you, you pick there? Um, so I'm going to go – you know what? I'm going to go with Everhart. Guard, very guard-oriented team. We'll shoot the lights out. So will I. Plus, J- Jamison is versatile. If I need Jamison to, to, to play a, a forward position, he, he can handle that role. Um, so I, yeah, I, I'll shoot the lights out, too, and I'll also grab every board. You won't, because I've got rebounders. All right, anyway, who's your coach? I've got rebounders. Jamison rebounds. He gets 10 a game. McNeil gets 15 a game. The Dallas gets 15 a game. Smayfield gets 10 a game. What are you talking about rebounds? And you're not going to get any rebounds because my guys are not going to miss a shot. They're not going to miss a shot. Yeah, they're not going to get over half court. I'm just going to press you. I'm going to be pressing you. All right, who's your coach? Uh, my coach is... You have a few good options here. I, I, have, I have two guys that I really like a lot. I like Shunk. Um, I uh, I think the way he develops guys is outstanding, and I'm going to go with. I was waiting for my little mm-hmm. thing, uh, and I like McAndrews too. Mm-hmm. I, I I like the mad scientist, um, and I got a couple of his kids. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Coach McAndrews. All right, all right. So the final pick of the draft. 
I would say Mr. Irrelevant, but all the players left are nowhere near that. No, uh, you, there's a, a bunch of good players like, left. Yeah. Like you mentioned. The and Armada I wish I would have seen the three Armada kids because had I seen them play, I probably would have taken one of them. And the, and the one time I saw them, they had to go against Cross Lex, so I don't th- think I got to really see them. Um, so, yeah, Sneezak, good player. Keddy, good player. Who's the other one you said? Sutton? Uh, Sutton. Good, good, good player. player. Um, it's a shame Connor Allen's been hurt because we haven't really gotten a good look at him. I, I, uh, All right. I was between two, but the final pick is in. This is a kid who this year has not played great. But I know if you surround him with talent, he will be a good player. Oh, wow. Now it's playing the close. Because you had me doing all this mumbo-jumbo with this other stuff. Mumbo-jumbo. Here's some mumbo-jumbo for you. The last pick for the Biedenberg Battalion, Ethan Balon out of Port Huron High. Interesting. I thought you might take a big red, but this wasn't the big red that I thought you were going to take. No, Balon because he has struggled a little bit having to be the number one guy on my team he's going to come off the bench get good minutes but he's not going to have to carry the load of the number one option he's going to be able to get in space just kind of be that guy that you know he's not I don't think he'll get a double double but he'll give me quality minutes he'll score for me so in review the Stuckyville Thunder Gods first pick was Tyler Jamison Jake Townsend, Trey Kolakovich, Ryan McNeil, Larry Dedalus, Larry Smayfield, Kevin Everhart, coached by Mike McAndrews. So what's your starting five? You have at point guard, who are you putting at point well, guard? Well, uh, I got uh, Jamison, Townsend, that's my backcourt to start. Okay. And then we've got, I'll put Dedalus in the middle. With, at, the, uh, at the five? Yeah, with, with McNeil as uh, my, I guess, my power forward and Smayfield as my small forward. So you're going with a big lineup then to start. So coming off the bench, you have Everhart and Kolakovich. Yeah. And oh. I feel comfortable with that, even though they're both technically guards, because I think probably uh, Jamison uh, I can put anywhere, and he's, he's never coming off the court anyway. So. All right. So what he's I, young and he's got. So he's my got starting lineup, I could put a lot of guys at the point. I think. Honestly, I would let DeMarco Singleton run the point for me. I am going to allow Tyler Johnson at the shooting guard position just to find open space, and when someone closes out on him too quickly, he'll blow by him and get the layup. At my three, again, haven't seen him play, but I'm going to put Parker Lewis there. I know he can score. My power forward will be Hunter Soper. He can get boards. He has more boards than anyone who's ever worn a Pioneer uniform. And at the five, I have Connor McKenzie. He's just going to be a big man, get boards, maybe post him up a bit, sitting in the middle of the paint, coming off the bench. Woodard's my guard coming off the bench, and Balon's going to be my forward coming off the bench. And Hunter Soper won't need a... Won't need a guy coming off for him. Tyler Johnson won't need someone to come off for him. DeMarco Singleton can play the whole game. Don't know about Parker Lewis, but those are our teams. See, you, you, you guys will be be dragging 
in the second half, and not, all of a sudden, not, not with Lance sudden, Campbell as my coach. All of a sudden, Trey, I will say, Trey, the whirlwind Kalakovich comes off my bench and starts buzzing around the court, and your guys I will are say, standing there with their tongues hanging out. With these two coaches, you could play an eight-quarter game, and no one would get tired <laughs> if they had time to prepare. <laughs> yes, these are going to be two well-conditioned basketball teams. So we'll put it out there. We need everyone to let us know who has the better team and why, who reached, who did we overlook, because there are good players we didn't pick. We could have went 20-plus picks. Yeah. But we capped it at seven, kept it kind of short for you. And then next week we'll have the girls draft, which that one I think is going to be tougher to figure out. Well, that one, if I get the first pick, I'll probably keep it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Especially since I now understand your snaky thing. <laughs> how have you never – how do you not understand I've never done that. You're a nerd that does this kind of stuff. And I'm a guy I'm a nerd that, that just lives drafted a team re- that's that going to by that's going to win by 20 points. No, seriously. Neither team wins by 20 points. No. We we have 14 of the area's top basketball players playing in a game. It's not as big a, a mismatch. I think you're better up front maybe. Uh but I'm better in the backcourt. My, my big men can handle the ball. Soper, Singleton, Johnson, Lewis can all handle the ball. So can Woodard. So can Baylon. I th- and McKenzie, I haven't seen him have to do it a lot. I think he can at least dribble. I don't know. I've Are you seen telling me that game. I've got guys on my team that can't dribble? No. But I'm saying you don't have a, as much of an advantage as you think in the backcourt. I do. I have a great backcourt. I can post up my uh, – whoever, whoever Jake Townsend and Trey Kalakovich are guarding, doesn't matter. In my starting five, I'm running them – I'm putting them in the post, posting them up. We'll double team. Okay, then I kick it out and hit a three. You won't hit a three every time. You okay. make it sound like your guys will never miss. So, sometimes it's good, like good shooters in basketball are like good hitters in baseball. They miss seven out of ten times. Yeah, six out of ten. Anyway, so we'll put this out there for the people to debate and uh, let us know who has the better team. Uh, I think the game would end in a tie. I do. No, it wouldn't. I do. Anyway, um, also, um, like hearing when people come up to us uh, at Lakeview Game and saying they enjoy our stuff, we appreciate that. That keeps us going. Um and tonight you're at Mooney when they take on Shrine, and I will be at Cross Lex when they take on MLA City. So I'll get to see a couple of my guys, and, and get you'll see get one. to see a couple of my guys. And I'll get, see, I'll get to see Parker Lewis for the first time. Yep. Which we better show out because I, t- I used my eighth overall pick on him. Well, we know he can score, but nobody scores against Cross Lex. Right. So. And knowing how you are, you'll be sour about that pick tomorrow morning if – you know, my guys Townsend and Klokovich shut him down. I wish I could. I wish I would have seen Armada <laughs> in person against not Cross Lex. I wish I could have seen every team in the area so that I have a better. Which we've idea actually of. seen a pretty good list of players. But again, the Stuckyville Thunder. You've gods actually seen more teams than I have. In starting five is Jamison Townsend, Smayfield, McNeil to Dallas with Kalakovich and Everhart coming off the bench. You don't have a big guy coming off the bench. That's where it's going to hurt you. I don't need a big guy coming off and the bench. And then for the Biedenberg Battalion, 
Singleton at point, Johnson at the shooting guard, Parker Lewis at the small forward, Hunter Soper at the power forward, and at the five is Connor McKenzie with Evan Woodard and Ethan Balon coming off the you bench. You don't have a big guy coming off the bench. Balon's like 6'2", and I don't need to because I can move Soper game. or I can move Soper or Johnson or Singleton, and they can have to play the post if they need to. Anyway, I'm the Biedenberg Battalion coached by Lance Campbell, the Stuckyville Thunder Gods coached by Mike McAndrews. I think it would be a fun game. I think it would be too. So now you're, the, the next uh, bit is we're going to have to get all these kids together and the coaches together and play this game in a gym somewhere oh, this summer. Oh, could you imagine if we made that happen <laughs> after the season? <laughs> Don't tease me with that. <laughs> Come on. Saying. If you want the, the truth, you can make all the boasts and all the claims If we you want. could make this happen, like say right after basketball season ended, because let's face it, some of these kids are probably going to be playing into the quarterfinal, or after baseball season, that would ma- oh, that would be awesome. Even if we have to go to a park to make it happen. <laughs> Marysville Park has new hoops I'm up. I'm sure we could find a gym somewhere. Don't tease me like that. That, w- that Can it- Uncle Ron get us into the auxiliary gym at PH? He might be able to. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But anyway... So, you have anything else for us? No, I have absolutely uh, nothing else except to say that I am quite comfortable with the team I picked, uh, and I think that that this is a good group of kids, good group of upright, outstanding citizens, good students, and great basketball players. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.